Welcome to Matt Levitt Online, the podcast on all things top line. Matt has helped thousands of solopreneurs grow their businesses from concept to execution. Enjoy the episode. Just a couple of weeks ago, I was on a retreat. It was a personal retreat to a place in northern Wisconsin. And it was a lot of fun for me because I got five days by myself on my own in this beautiful cabin in northern Wisconsin in really deep snow, middle of December. Nobody else was around and I just took some personal time to go through all kinds of things. I I like to do an inventory at the end of each year and I found that when I do this and I do it in December, it allows me to do um, a year-end review and then it allows me to then set up new goals, ideas, and strategies coming into the new year. Works really well for me. Uh, You can do this any time of year. I have. Uh, Yet I've moved everything for a year-end review into December, and then I'm prepared coming into January. This is what I did this year. It's what I've done for the past few years. And I was able to do that. So I would encourage you to take whatever time it is for you to to take inventory of your last week, your last month, your last year, your last quarter, whatever it is, and whatever works for you. And I want to share with you some of the things that come out of this that have helped me uh, this year for sure. And I'm going to stay as present as possible on this year and how that worked for me. But take some time and take some inventory of the things that are going on in your business, in your life, in your relationships, the things that are working for you, and the things that are not working for you. Jot those down. Put them in a journal. uh, Study them. Understand them. It's okay to go through the things that you feel like maybe are, might be qualified as negative, uh, but these are just real situations that you're going through, and it's a matter of taking inventory and understanding what it is. There's going to be some things you're going to find that are you're proud of. There's also some stuff that you're going to find in there that you might not be so proud of. And uh, this is really important to create a growth process for all of us. And so here's what I did. I took a day and a half myself and I just focused on the past year. So it was a five-day retreat, but a day and a half just to focus on the past year, the good, the bad, the ugly. And how did it work for me? Uh, What are some of the ideas that I was able to gain from that? What are some of the things that I found that were working? And and then, you know, it obviously gave me a much better perspective. And I think it'll give you a better perspective on growing your life, growing your business, growing your relationships, maybe your spiritual walk, understanding where you are and where you're going, what path you're on currently uh, is a pretty good indicator of what's happened to you over the past year. And we've all probably heard that you can't change the spots on a leopard. While that may be, um, you know, reference somebody's skin color or their nationality or your birthday, uh, we do have the ability to change our minds because we're given what is known as free will. Now, I'm going to talk more more on that concept on another episode, but because we have Uh, the ability to change because we can change and we have uh, the ability to, 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 you know, to with free will to make a difference in our life in relationship to doing an inventory. 
you have to find out what's going to work for you. And if that inventory process works for you, then you can begin to build on it and begin to see where you need to make changes. After all, um, if I'm put in a place to change and, um, and I want to make a change, but I'm relying on somebody else. So if I'm relying on somebody else to help me make those changes, um, my question to you is, what if they don't show up? Then what happens? And a lot of times we do that. We, we wait for other people uh, to make help make us make changes. It's okay to take guidance, consultation. Um, that's okay. It's okay to listen to programs like this and others on podcasts and uh, training programs that allow you to learn more and understand more and become better. Yet it all has to happen with us internally in order to make the changes necessary to grow. Therefore, you must do what works for you by understanding first what is not working for you. So a couple of years ago, I was consulting this young entrepreneur and he mentioned to me he he wanted to he wanted to quit smoking. Simple thing, you know, and here we are um recording this at the first of a new year, first of a new decade. And I asked him, "Why? Why do you want to quit smoking?" And his response was, "Because my wife hates it." And you know, quitting smoking is one of the main New Year's resolutions. Now, this didn't happen at a New Year's period of time. It was in uh, May of one year. and uh, But he his response was, because my wife hates it. And I said, well, that is a reason for sure. But why do you want to quit smoking? He said, uh, did you not hear me? And I said uh, firmly, the question I ask is, why do you want to quit smoking? And frustrated, he turned away. And as he was walking away, as we parted with his back to me, I said, perhaps you need to meditate about it and find your reason. Now, a few days passed and he called me up and he said, I know why. And I said, I know why what? Uh, what you said to me. And I said, uh, well, what, 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 tell, tell me what you're thinking about. He said, the reason I want to quit smoking is because I now understand that the person I am when I smoke is not the person I want to be. My, my wife loves me, loves me a lot. And she's willing to put up with my addiction and let me know how it impacts her. But she is willing to put up with it. Yet I have the addiction and it is impacting our relationship. And I realize that. And because I love her and value our relationship above smoking, as I was praying and understanding what you said to me, it became clear and that the only way I would change is if the value of wanting to change was inside me and not that of someone else wanting me to change. Now, I no longer want to carry that 
that addiction around with me. And so I've, um, he went on to say, you know, I've, I've, I've actually seen myself now through meditation as a smoke-free person. And I really like what I saw. And I quit smoking. Yet, I'm really struggling with it. Will you help me design a plan to be able to continue on the process of quitting smoking? Now, of course I obliged. And again, you have to do what works for you. I can't change you. Your wife can't change you. Your husband can't change you. Your partner, your friend, whoever it is that's giving you some information or you feel like you're inclined to do for them can't change you. We have to know why we want to change first. Then we can devise the plan to do so. A critical piece is that we set new goals and we set smart goals. And then we imagine these goals as if they're already achieved. So how do I feel about, how, how do I feel about how, um, I'm I'm doing inside this space of achieving my goals. What does that whole feeling like? The imagery about the feeling, getting the feeling, because, you know, really the feelings are where our expressions come forth. And what you express is what determines the direction that you're headed. Now, when you're leading people, when you're building a business and you're, you know, your expression, your feelings of excitement, of knowing where you're going and that you're heading in the right direction. That's what people want to follow. And people want to follow confident, excited, motivated, turned on people that feel like they can give them, give other people something that they don't already have. And again, in business with your product or your service or your opportunity or whatever you want to call it, how you feel about it. Your feelings about your product, your expression, is what makes the difference. So we want to make these goals. We want to set these SMART goals. We want to make sure that we're living up to them. And we want to begin with S-M-A-R-T. I call it SMART goals. You take time, do some SMART goals. You can also research this on the internet. (laughs) But first, let's talk about, let's just go through it. So you understand the value of what SMART goals are. Specific, measurable, that's the first S-M. Specific and measurable. Ask yourself specifically, what is it that you want to accomplish? And write that down. Then ask yourself, is that really measurable? Because you have to see yourself actually getting there. You know, for a wish, a hope, a dream, a goal to actually come true... We have to visualize it. We have to see it. Not like watching it on a screen. Not watching ourselves on a screen like a movie. But more like we're seeing ourselves in it. Operating in it. Achieving it. Living it. Becoming it. As if those goals are already finished. They're already there. They're already here. That's the visualization or the key part of achieving goals. So, specific, measurable. And the A is achievable. So you put put down a specific measurable goal and then you ask yourself, is it truly achievable? And then you have to ask yourself, is it really relevant? Is this really a relevant goal that I want to achieve? And by now, when you're setting down to do your SMART goals, that's very important. If it's relevant, 
then continue on and create a time box on it, a time frame. T is for time bound. So smart, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound. And you can set many SMART goals every single day. When I first started setting goals, I set multiple goals to allow me to have confidence because I could see myself, if I went out and did this today, I could go out and buy a new pair of shoes because I really want a new pair of shoes. And I could do that on a a one-day basis if I went and did something extra that day. Or maybe it takes you a week or whatever the case may be. Whatever those goals are, now's the time if we're speaking about a new year resolution, but even if you want to put it into a new week, a new month, a new quarter, even a new day, really just think about it and start imagining yourself achieving your wishes, your goals, your dreams, your hopes, your desires. That is about seeing it actually happening. Otherwise, it just it's just simply a hope, a wish, a try. Instead, we have to look at it as already done, already is completed. I want a new pair of shoes. I'm just going to visualize myself walking out the door with those shoes on. I'm in the moment. That's what I'm going to do. Keeps me present with achieving that goal because it's already achieved. Now we have to believe it. Because why set a goal or pray about something or meditate on something that you don't totally believe and then come back to the altar day after day, week after week, month after month, Continuing to pray for that same certain situation. That's really a beggar's mentality. And you're going to be stuck in that state forever. Until you feel it, see it, believe it has completed. Then you're going to break the mold from the rut of never achieving your goals. So get it embedded inside of you. Thinking about it, knowing it, feeling it, becoming it. Imagining it's already achieved. And start going into each day with that perspective. Proper meditation and prayer is going to guide you in that direction. Now, in closing out here, what I want to do is, is I want you to be thinking about this. I want you to think about this. Something that's helped me out a lot over the years. I like simplicity. And I choose, um, at the beginning of each year, I choose one word that I hold close to my heart. I believe that word is something that I can attain every single day. One word. It's an action word. And if you do this with that one word, the simplicity of it again is that one word. And it's something that you, you, you think about, you could imagine, you could achieve. That one word is something that really makes you feel warm, good, productive, meaningful to yourself and to others. Whatever that word is, might it, be, it could be action, could be love, could be joy, could be presence, could be you name it. Whatever works for you. I have my word. Uh, Last year, my word was change. And I spent every day knowing that I want to change, I want to change, I want to change. Change this, change this, change this. I had the word change because there were things in my life that I wanted to change. Things that I wanted to move forward and get through. So the word change was my word. That might be your word. I don't know. I have a different word this year that I'm using that that I recognized when I went and did my five-day retreat, that I would like to be more of. So when you look at this, when you have your word that's close to your heart, as we're moving into a new decade, a new year, a new quarter, a new month, a new week, a new day, a new meeting, a new social gathering, a new relationship, if that works 
for you, whatever it is, every time you're moving into this or your current existing social get, your current existing relationship, your current existing meetings that you have, what are those? What is that one word? What does it mean to you? Will you think of it as you're going into each one of these? And I want you to build imagery for you around it and speak it through your actions all day long, every day. All day, every day, one word. I know what that word is, and I don't just think about it every day. I think about it all the time every day for me. That's the impact that this one word has. All the time, every day, and that one word is the word that I have chosen to be my cornerstone heading into this new year. Now, I would encourage you to find that one word that you can mount on your mantle, in your journal, on the tip of your tongue, and mostly embedded in your mind so you become it. Because that one word, I believe, is going to make the difference for you heading into each and every day. I'm really super excited for you. I can't wait to see, hear, know what unfolds for you in the coming days. And if you haven't done it yet, please go to mattlevittonline.com. Go to the social media. Go to Facebook. Go to uh, all of our social media. Like us. And we'll begin to continue to give you free content on a regular basis. I'm looking forward to hearing what happens to you over the coming days. Thanks for listening. Be sure to visit mattlevittonline.com to sign up for emails and connect on social media for regular how-tos, business commentary, and more. That's mattlevittonline.com.